You know what we should do with our show? What? Do you know what cold opens are? Yeah. We should start ours with a cold open. Like a sketch? No, just a cold open. Welcome to Bad Vice. I'm Gorian. I'm Robin. And we're going to look at some columns. And because we think we're better than the people answering them. I do, at least. Yeah. Uh, you do. I think we're just going to go right into it, you know? No Please one wants do. to hear about anything but this. Um, I will say, though, you might hear a little bit of uh, some ice and snow tapping on my window because I have a giant window in my room that just all this ice is hitting this weekend. So <laughs> yeah, it's gross. Ho- hopefully for the next one, it'll be it'll be better. I believe in it. Um, do you want to start? Yeah, I do. Do you have one already? I do. What's this one called? So this is from Slate.com where all of the greatest advice columns are. Better slate than ever. <laughs> nice. Uh, this one doesn't have a title. Okay. So, but I think you're going to have a lot to say about it. Okay? No title. That's so weird. I know. Maybe there's no way. Maybe we should come up with a title after. That's a good idea. We'll come yeah, back. We'll come Put up. a pin in it. Okay. okay. Dear Care and Feeding, I'm engaged to a wonderful woman who has two kids, 13 and 9. They're good kids, and my fiancé is a great mom, but the kids have shockingly bad table manners. <laughs> it's shocking. <laughs> I, I've been to houses, and I've been shocked by how bad people's table manners are. It's shocking. Fucking people eating with their feet and stuff. I, like, drop my fork and knife. Just shocked. Oh, my God. It's appalling. Is this written by the queen? <laughs> I was shocked and Should appalled. I read it? <laughs> Are their table manners? <laughs> that was okay. they used an olive fork for the salad. Exactly. All right. The thirteen-year-old boy will come to dinner when he chooses, often <laughs> in nothing but his underwear, <laughs> which is exactly how Gorian eats. This is gangster. This guy <laughs> rolls up to dinner where they expect table manners, and he's like, all right, here's me in my underwear. Underpants only, <laughs> whenever I want. That 13-year-old boy's name, Captain Underpants. <laughs> um, and sometimes he won't even sit down. <laughs> no. This mm. is shocking. He's right. At first I was like, that's a strong word, but I'm shocked. Kevin, either sit down or put some pants on. <laughs> no. Could you imagine? Why would you eat standing up? At that point, I, I totally get eating in your underpants. I, I eat my underpants all the time, but like standing, standing is like the last thing I want to do. Yeah, standing is weird. You go to your standing desk and then you stand for your lunch. Man. I bet standing sleeping is the next thing that sweeps the nation or sleeps the nation. Okay. All right. <laughs> He'll shovel his food with maximum speed and volume. <laughs> Okay, I can't keep I can't keep laughing after every sentence, but it's it's so funny. <laughs> I know. This is why I picked this one for you. Speed and volume. Maximum speed and volume. <laughs> I don't know why, but like every advice column, the people try to be as like descriptive and colorful with their language mm-hmm. as possible. They don't get right to the point. Well, you know, if someone was just like, my 13-year-old won't eat dinner with us, what should I do? You know, you got to like, include you could, you could add some details, like, he eats in his underpants and you and standing up. Why? He, Help. He, he does a handstand during dinner. <laughs> um, when he is entreated to sit down. Like, when have you ever... I've never used that word. Entreated? When he is entreated to sit down. It's probably because the word eat is in the middle. 
treat. <laughs> he treats. Um, when he isn't treated to sit down, it's straight to the iPad and earplugs. Earplugs. I, Your phone. How old is this guy? Earplugs. <laughs> I don't want to hear you. But not even headphones. Just I want to play my iPad in total peace and silence. Yeah. But um, I have gone to dinner with um, family friends, and they bring, um, I guess, like even like maybe like a bit younger, like ten or nine year olds, mm-hmm. and they'll whip out like an iPad right at the dinner table. Yeah. Play the whole time, like we're in a restaurant or something, and they play the whole time, and the parents will just be like. Oh, yeah, like, you know, like 20 more minutes. Like, they're very strict on it, but they just let them do it anywhere they want. I see it all the time at the restaurant I work at. Yeah. Like, families on... come in and the parent, and then the parents don't even talk to each other. Uh-huh. It's so weird. There's, like, four people at a table and no one's talking. Four people at a table, no one's talking, and a kid in his underpants is standing <laughs> next to the table, <laughs> shoveling like, food Kevin, into his mouth. <laughs> this is shocking. Kevin can't hear you. He has... Earplugs. Earplugs in, all right? What is up with Kevin? All right, tell me more. Um, With a final belch or fart, he's <laughs> off again as he masticates his final bite. Like, who wrote this? Who is this dude? Masticates his final bite. I'm very curious if they've left a, a name at the end for who this is or I something or not. I love how they sign these. Yeah, right? The nine-year-old. So that's a 13-year-old. There's a whole other kid. Right. So the nine-year-old will at least sit down, but she eats everything with her hands, (laughs) sticks her hands into her water glass to get ice cubes, (laughs) and use a cloth placemat for a plate. Ew, what? I've done that before. The omnipresent, oh, again, the omnipresent iPad. With her. Mm Mm-hmm. Give her a bowl of ice if you know that she's going to be clawing around her a water. Spoon. Yeah. I don't understand why she doesn't use a plate, though. I, I, I get the uh, whole thing because it's like... You get it? Yeah, I've done it before, right? What? It's like It's like when you don't want to like... You know when you eat food on a plate and... <sighs> The yeah. plate's clean after? Like, I'm not talking about like, spaghetti or something. I'm talking about like you put a piece of toast on bread. You go and eat the toast. I don't think they're there's having nothing, toast for dinner. There's though. nothing left on the thing. They're yeah, likely eating spaghetti right now. <laughs> like that's likely what they're having. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Tell Meat me more. Tell me more about her. I'm not expecting Downton Abbey or anything. These are just kids. But how can I approach some level of basic humanoid civilization without alienating the new stepkids or having my fiance take it as a criticism of her parenting? Signed. Giving up on the salad fork. <laughs> that one didn't disappoint. <laughs> That's it. I'm giving up. No more salad forks. Oh Patty uses God. her hands and Kevin just farts. So. <laughs> I, I really, I wonder if like the, the two siblings have developed like a language, you know, but like, it's like politeness, but the opposite, you know, like. He just farts or burps, and then she just passes the salt or something, you know? It's not even vocalized. They just resort back to, like, caveman days, you know? Well, it's what these kids sound like. Like, that's gross. They're gross kids. I have nannied for years, and the kids I nanny have that... They are often gross, but they're never that gross. Um, do... What does she do with the ice? Like, eats it? Is that why she... I would assume. Um, when we were... Which means she probably has low iron levels. Oh, is that a thing? Yeah. Like when people chew ice, it's like a thing that it means that you can have a low iron level. It's how you know. If you're craving to chew on ice, really? it means you might need to like... Oh, I, ne- I hate that. Like, 
No, no you deal, Howie. No can't deal. do it. You can't do it. Uh, when we worked at Starbucks, there was a guy, who, the Ice Queen. Remember her? Uh, Rob, he would get uh, two venti cups full of ice every oh. single time. And I didn't ask him for like two months why he did that. Then one day I'm like, Rob, what are you doing with all this ice every day? And he says, there's a girl upstairs that likes to eat ice on her breaks, but there's no ice in the break room. So he'll bring it up. And I'm like, you got to bring her next time. Like, I got to see the ice queen in person, you know? She probably needs to eat a steak or take an iron supplement. Oh, my God. That's that's wild. How do scientists put that together? I don't know. They probably how, were like... How are they? They're messing with us, aren't they? No, I don't think so. Because sometimes I want to eat ice and I often have low iron. <laughs> Fact about me. Why do people want to eat? I just don't get it. I... Because you probably have sufficient iron levels and you just don't get it. This is me trying to brag about my iron levels. Yeah, you're a little... Honestly, they're pretty high. <laughs> I have the highest iron levels. You don't want to have it too high or else it hurts to poop. I'm part magnesium at this point. Great. So, what do you sign off with again? Giving up on the salad fork. Salad fork's capitalized. I like to think that he's, like, aware. Like, because it sounds like his children are just terrible, terrible people. Well, they're not his. That's the problem. Oh, they're not. So, he's oh. engaged. He's betrothed to these children. Oh my god, mother. that's the worst. And he just he likes to say it up at the up, up at front, you know. She I'm engaged to a wonderful woman. Mm -hmm. And she's a great mother, but No, she's not. She's clearly a terrible no. mother. I yeah. you know what? I think this family needs to do um It's not the 50s anymore. People don't eat together anymore. Mm -hmm. Um this family needs to do the thing where the husband comes home, the wife comes home, they're hungry, they eat, you know, then it's seven, then one kid eats, then it's eight, then another then kid eats. then these kids are going to grow up and be total weirdos. They're never going to know. You have to teach kids how to do shit or else they're going to grow up and be like you. No. The nine, what does the nine-year-old do? She eats with her hands and hey, doesn't use hey, a plate. Hey, hey. You know who else eats with their hands? I thought you were going to have something, no? <laughs> I don't know. Isn't that a thing in a, no, that's, um... God, what well, we we I ate like, it. It's Indian, like African food, isn't it? And Indian, everyone eats with their hands. Yeah, but like there's this particular way to do it, and I guarantee you, little she's Patricia not. ain't doing it. <laughs> she's full she's a, on. She's freaking appropriating other people's cultures by eating with her hands. Yeah, use a knife and a fork. She's eating. She's put her hand in a glass <laughs> of water to get an ice cube out of it. To chew on mid-meal. Probably her hands are covered in spaghetti sauce. <laughs> I was thinking... And she dips it in the cup. I it's was, disgusting. I'm vomiting just thinking about it. I was thinking he was going to say that she, like, rinses her hand off Ew. in, like, the thing. And I was like, that's kind of smart, you know, to, like... If you're eating with your hands, yeah, you should have a little hand wash Nothing station. these children are doing is smart. When you eat a really messy meal with your hands, like a hamburger that's, like, super sloppy, do you... What I do is, after, like, every bite, I got to put it down wipe my hands clean with napkins and then I can do it again. I can't chew, I can't continue unless my hands are clean again. Okay. What about you? I haven't thought about it and I'm not a super messy eater. So... You don't eat sloppy foods? Don't lie to me. No, I do, but I guess I just do it in like a really ladylike manner. Mm, mm. I would be great on Downton Abbey. You'd know which one the salad fork is. That's right. You start from the outside. You work your way in. Really? Yeah, that's how you know. You sit down. If you if you ever go to a fancy meal, which I'm sure any day now you're going to yeah, get invited several. to one. Yeah. You When you sit down, you start with the cutlery on the outside and you work your way in as the courses go on. 
what do you do when you reach the plate in the middle? Well, then you're done. You eat with your hands. You just you no more go cutlery. full patty. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Let's read his reply. Okay. We should start off by kind of explaining um, the guy who answers these first slate is a guy named Carvel. Is it Carvel again? It is. He does all of them. Okay. Yeah, this is his column. Everything and is answered by Carvel. On this particular... What? Yeah, oh so this God. is Carvel's answer, and he tends to be very... Um, I swear that's the name of an ice cream company. Carvel? Carvel. It's like an American ice cream company. It's the name of a genius advice giver. L- let's hear some. An articulate man in America. Okay. This is how he starts it off, and you're really going to like this. Oh, my God. I'm ready. Dear giving up the salad fork. Ha. You can't. (laughs) That's how he starts. That's not very... You can't as in you can't give up the salad fork? or Because what was the guy's question? So how can I approach some level of basic humanoid civilization without alienating the new stepkids or having my fiancé take it as a criticism of her parenting? Carvel says, ha, you can't. I don't like that he uses the words humanoid, humanoid and alienated in the same sentence. I know. He's definitely a big old nerd, and he should... And I, I think he's a, a friggin' alien from the sounds of it. I feel like he's really pretentious. I don't know. I, I, the way these children are described, it kind of sounds like they live in a trailer or something, just like walking around the underwear all day and eating with their hands and... Eat nice. You have to, I just always wonder, like, who are these people? I have never been in a situation in my life where I felt, hmm, I need some advice on this. I better go to the internet, write a lengthy question to a stranger Carvel's who doesn't no know stranger. me. <laughs> Not anymore. I feel like I know him. I feel but like he's in this room with us right now. That would be so cool. Carvel? <laughs> Get in here. Just sit in the corner and don't say anything. <laughs> All right. Let us rip apart your advice column. Um, do people come to you for advice? I don't Me? do advice. I don't ask. I don't seek. I don't want. I give you advice a lot. Bad advice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, people come to me for advice. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I, I think I give decent advice. Okay. But it depends on the situation. I, I will give you advice that maybe you don't want to hear. I can give people advice. I won't advice. sugarcoat it. No? You're like real? I, well, because I, you know, I'm no bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. What's okay. Carvel got to say? You can't wade into step parenting without somehow alienating the kids and your new partner. I can assure you. Oh, Carvel's got some experience on this. This is good. This mm-hmm. is good. From these kids' point of view, you are you are at best someone to be regarded with suspicion and quite possibly someone to actively resist. Ooh. I'm sure you are a great guy and I'm sure they like you fine, but even if you're the most awesome guy in the world, crafting start- startlingly lifelike balloon animals with one hand and teaching them how to capture star killer based in star wars battlefront 2 with the other oh they will still bristle the first they will still bristle the first time you try to lay down some kind of law step parent step parenting is all fun and games until you actually have to parent 
<laughs> so the same with regular parenting. Like, yeah, it's super fun to hang out with kids, and then you have to tell them no. Oh, that they have to come home with me and live with me. Oh <laughs> shit. shit! Oh my god! No, I I'm. I have past, to teach no. them how to be a human and a humanoid. A humanoid. Yeah. If it's important to you that the kids get their table manners together, then you must work slowly and patiently. Pick one thing, just one, to work on. I might suggest getting the youngest to use a plate, (laughs) since this is probably the most value-neutral and easily viable proposition. Yeah, I would say it's pretty basic. Of all the problems the kids have, what would be the first one you try and correct? Of, of the table of manners? Of the three, of, of, the, yeah, of the two of them. I would be like, take those weird earplugs out, Kev. <laughs> <laughs> I don't we, like to listen to myself chew. Yeah, like, what is up with that? And I don't he like must the feeling of clothes ear- against my skin. <laughs> yeah, I'm worried that Kev might have some underlying issues. I'm afraid if he spills soup or something. Especially That's if he's true. standing, eating it, the bowl gets hot. Yeah, like how far away does he stand from the table? I wish they would have mentioned some food that they eat. I'm just racking my brain to think of what the heck they eat. They eat anything. They eat everything. I'm sure every night it's something different. Uh. Grilled cheese, tomato soup. All you can eat with your hands right now. You haven't mentioned a single food you can't eat without without just using your hands. Tomato soup. You're gonna eat that with your hands? Pour into my my bowl like hands and I'll slurp it up. You think the nine year old girl has bowl like hands like you? Definitely. <laughs> She's got big uh, man hands. Scientists actually say that the perfect amount of soup for you is how much you can carry in your hands in a little bowl shape. Scientists take time out of their sciencing to tell Yeah, you. they did it right after their ice study about <laughs> iron. All right, read, read the rest of it. Okay. Um, you'll have to justify because you don't have the parenting credits banked up to cash in a because I said so. You may never have them. Makes me not want to be a stepmom. I don't ever want to step on anybody. Yeah, you know, it's true. So you explain that it's better to use a plate because the placemat is hard to clean. You may not get not if there. It's right plastic. Of- not if it's plastic. You no, just she wipe said it clean. He, he was specific and said it was a cloth placemat. Right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Carvel. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh. You may not get there right away, but you will eventually. And in the process, you will learn about your soon-to-be stepdaughter. And you'll build Wait, trust. Because be. he's engaged. They're betrothed. Betrothed? Mm-hmm. To be wed. To be wed. In holy matrimony. Betrothed? Betrothed. To betrove? They be- betrothed. Betrothed horse. <laughs> All right, continue. Cool. Uh, work on it slowly, dinner by dinner, until you're there. Then take a breather. Then start working on the next item. If this process seems too slow, just remember you're marrying into a family. Families are for the long haul. Get used to it. Hmm. Carvel is just really. Was that like, the end of it? No, no. Oh, there's more. Oh my god. He keeps going. Uh, I think he's on the right track. You know, it's. I hate to agree with Carvel. Why? Because it's like it's stuff I could have told him. Well, yeah. take it slow, one thing at a time. Take I like, breaks. I like Carvel's no-nonsense tone about it. Mm-hmm. He's like, bitch, it's going to take time. It will take time. Get then used then to he it. mentions Star Wars and all that stuff. I know. Carvel kind of like played his hand there. Yeah. yeah I don't, I'm sorry. I don't trust nerds. <laughs> I don't trust people I can beat up. If only people could see the room we're in and know how funny <laughs> it is that you just said, I don't trust nerds. Can we get a picture of Carvel to hang up in here? At yes. some point, yeah. Right next to the Raiders of the Lost Ark VHS tape container you have 
taped to the wall. I flattened it and it looks great. There's so much nerd junk in here. It's unreal. All right, how much does how much we have left with Carvel? We're going. One okay. quick note about the iPad. <laughs> quick note. It's an iPad Pro, <laughs> so uh, it's pretty big and it covers your face. I personally think that ele- electronics at the table are abhorrent, though not everyone agrees. But a good technique to pry the screens away from their grubby hands. Violence. Carvel. Carvel's not into kids. He has no time for kids. <laughs> Grubby hands. Honestly, it's a miracle those iPads still work with all the food and ice water <laughs> that gets smeared on them, is to supplement iPads with a story time in which they tell you stories. They can even tell you the stories about things they saw on the iPad before dinner. You get to ask questions. They you get to answer them. You do not want to ask that 13-year-old boy what he was <laughs> looking on that iPad before dinner in just his underwear. I'm sorry, but... <laughs> Carvel, you're a sick guy. You're a weirdo. Don't, don't. You need to think. Carvel, Carvel. might be a bit naive about. He's a little naive, isn't he? Yeah, mm. for sure. Kids, Kevin's just in his underwear looking at porn at the table. Dude, that guy's living looking at porn, and he's like, "I'm done with the porn, but I'll, I'll carry the iPad. You know, I'll, I'll go into the other room. I'll stand." Ugh. Grubby hands takes a whole new meaning. <laughs> Grubby hands. <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah. All right, Carvel, what you got? Uh, hold on. You get to ask questions, they get to answer them, and before you know it, you're engaged in the dark and ancient art of dinner conversation. This is important because when you finally start floating a no electronics at the table rule and they say, but why? He actually put like 16 whys. Mm. And, and you say, because I want to be able to hear you talk they'll have an actual idea of why that could be a good thing. Mm -hmm. But whatever you do, do not rush, do not lay down the law, and do not criticize your fiancé's parenting. Yeah, don't do that. No, I I don't think so. No, I I think it's totally fine. Not fine, but he should be able to say, hey, listen, why are these kids doing this? You know what? You know... It's obvious that she's not that good of a parent. It should be brought up. No, no, honestly, it should be brought up to her, shouldn't it? It well, should. I think if your children aren't, why is it the stepdad's like the the fact that the stepdad is seeking out advice on how to improve this? It's while because the they mom probably isn't. have a dad too out there, right? <laughs> dad too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but all I'm saying is, you know, if you started dating a guy who had children like this and he did nothing to improve it, wouldn't you be like? Um, like Tommy, why, why are you letting them run wild and eat ice? Like, have you tried talking? Like, isn't that something that you should be able to do I if you're marrying someone? But I also think it's different, like for women and men. Like, it would be one thing for a dude to give a woman advice on how she's parenting versus a woman why? giving. I why? don't know. I think why? it's a double standard. But I no. do think it is. It, no. I think it's a thing. What? Yeah. So if you're a mom, you're you're excused. I just think it's well, more excuse sensitive. You. <laughs> She Mom? carried that. She carried those little grubby perverts in her. Oh womb. yeah, use that excuse again. That's a pretty decent. That was excuse. nine and thirteen years ago. <laughs> Get over it. Lost started airing nine years ago. Okay. <laughs> no okay. one cares about it anymore. True. You you agree with me, right? He should be able to say something to her. Come on. I think on. he needs to pick his battles, and I think I th- he should wait until you know it's a done deal. Well, here's the thing. It's like the fact that he even cares. You know, he could just be like, eh, she's got 
bad kids. That's it. End of it. You know, like I'll just not. But they're not care. bad kids. They're just gross kids. Like maybe they're well behaved. Yeah, no, there's no way that these kids are good kids if they do this stuff. There's no way, dude. Eat with their hands. I don't know. Kids are walk like, around in their underwear. Eat with their hands. The iPad thing at the table. You can do. Yeah. Next stop, jail for little Kevin. <laughs> what? <laughs> for public nudity, maybe at worst. Mm, no, I think the hands thing. I don't care. The underwear thing. I don't care. Just the iPad thing. You know, it's just like that's a thing for you. You don't like that. Yeah, well, I don't know. It does anno- it annoys me when I see it at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why? Why are you coming out here paying two hundred dollars for yeah, a meal? Yeah, like go just get a sitter or something, you know? Yeah. Or just leave the kid at home with the iPad. <laughs> no, for real. Why not? The kid's not gonna do anything. You just said I was Kevin left home was a alone all the time as a kid. Yeah, you turned out great. I turned out great. I remember uh, my parents would leave me to like go pick up something, or like my dad would go pick up my mom, and I would uh, be at home with my brother, and we're like six and eight or something like that like no they're just like just don't open the door for anyone we're like okay sweet and <laughs> oh i think there's like one or two times that like a solicitor would knock at our door we go like running upstairs underneath the bed man Aww. it was terrifying <laughs> i'm still scared when people knock on my door especially oh, in this building because it's like especially in an apartment i had solicitors the other day and i opened the door and i'm like hi and they're like hey um they just start talking to me and i just start slowly squinting at them and i just close the door like i don't know what how stoned were you though no not at all i was just very <laughs> i was just very upset that they came into this building and thought this was cool you know Yeah. no i hate answering the door i will hide maybe if people who listen to this also have these people but you know the blue shirt people on the streets the blue shirt? Yeah, people? they'll try and stop. I think it's like uh, me to we or like something about oh, children. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they always try and act like your best friend. Hey, red sunglasses, huh? Red's my favorite color. You know, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, uh, whoa, nice shoes, huh? Can you spare me a minute? And I'm just, uh, you know? Yeah. And you make direct eye contact with them as you walk by and they're smiling, they're grinning. I look down and I, I just how much power walk. Paid. And they're like, do you have a second to talk about the environment? I'm like. I, I, it's, it's not even the environment. It's just like they just want money or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did we finish Carvel? Yeah, Carvel's done. How does he end it again? But whatever you do, do not rush. Do not lay down the law. And do not, in italics, criticize your fiance's parenting. Try any of those things and you'll get to see exactly how uncomfortable a dinner table really can be. Sincerely, Carvel. It's got to be uncomfortable before it gets better. He needs to say something to her. It just has to happen. Like, I'm sorry, but he's got to say something, especially if they're getting married, especially if they're going to be at this wedding in their underwear, eating with their hands. That's true. There is a pretty fancy dinner normally with a wedding. And his family's going to be there and his friends, and they're going to be like, oh, hey. uh, They're like, who are these humanoids who are alienating us? (laughs) They try. Get the humanoids. (sighs) All right. So so let's do our little roundup. What's your advice for him? Um, I think he needs, I, you know, I, I'm not opposed to Carvel's advice on this one. Um, I'm opposed with how Carvel articulated it, but. I think Carvel's a little bitch who's afraid of confrontation and. No. Yes. Well, I think, I think he has a good point. You know, take it slow. Take it slow. One I thing, agree. start with using one a plate. One thing time, using a plate. Forks it, will come next. I don't know if he has to explain to her why, like, they need to use a plate, but, you know. It's weird she's using it on a cloth placemat. That's a little weird. Like. Mm, and lasagna. Mm. I uh, when I lived at my old apartment, I had cloth placemats that I would put on my table, and Jonah, my old roommate, never used them, and I was very upset because they're nice placemats. And then he would just like not use them. I'm like, well, why do we have cloth placemats? You and know? He'd be like, I don't know. You brought them in <sighs> to this household. Right. Well, 
hopefully uh good best of luck to you do we know um, when this was posted maybe the kids are grown up uh i don't know when it was posted dang oh man can i read you um carvel's bio yeah carvel wallace is his name and if you're listening carvel hi carvel's in the corner <laughs> stay there <laughs> He's a father, writer, and podcaster in Oakland, California. He's a podcaster. We should have him on. I know. In California? He's a podcaster. We'll try and set something up. To. I'll email him. Yeah. That's really his whole bio. Mm-hmm. That's oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> his bio is uh, as long as the word bio. Wow. <laughs> Ironic. His name is longer than his bio. <laughs> Are you going to be the type of person that puts, like, if you're a mom, like, in your bio... I'll be like, I'm a mom. Hi, I'm I'm Gorian Valetic, uh, mom. father, engineer. <laughs> like, excuse me, what? God help. Your I got someone children. pregnant. I have a degree. Once had sex. <laughs> I have had baby. sex. <laughs> Let the people know, I am not a virgin. Baby maker. I have fucked and produced a child. What have you done? And I podcast. <laughs> All right, I have a really short uh, Dear Abby from like oh, I think the '60s or something. Hit me up. Oh, I'm am sorry about this ice too. It's it's I'm, I'm scared. sorry on many levels about this ice. I know. Let it be known that it is April fifteenth, and we're getting bashed. So definitely next week uh, we'll get some foam. We'll put it up. But yeah, this is unprecedented amounts of ice and storminess. Yeah. All right, Dear Abby. Dear Robin. Uh. I, there's no date on this, but I, I think it was from, like, the 60s. It was from, like, a vintage Dear Abby thing. Okay. Dear Abby, do you know anything about jaguars? We just got one for a pet, and he is a very lovable cat. Wait, what? Jaguar. Like, the... They just got one for a pet? You can, um... So, back in, like, the 50s and 60s, or maybe it was, like, a little bit before that, you could order live pets through magazines, and they would just show up to your door. So, at the How back... How many people died? From this uh, campaign. Uh, I mean, it was like, I remember reading at a certain point that there were, like, people would keep tigers and lions in New York City apartments and stuff like that. Holy cow. And places like Florida, people would just have, like, lions in their backyards and whatnot. There's a whole movie about it, too. Okay, see, Florida does not surprise me. But. Yeah. Um, and then I remember, um, I think it was, like, Joey Diaz or someone, they were talking about how at the back of comic books you could order a live monkey. For like a like you know the exchange was like I think it was like fifty dollars in today's money. You just or send this uh, money out to these people, and then a box shows up with some holes in it this on is your doorstep. Not true. I swear to you, I swear to you, you could order these animals like it was nothing back in the day. Just a box with a monkey. A in box it? with a monkey. You in open it. it up, that monkey's pissed. Yeah, that monkey's angry, and he dude. just rips your face off. Oh my god! No, thank you. No, no deal, Abby. No deal, Abby. <laughs> All right, let's continue. Okay, I'm really excited. It's a very lovable cat, too, so... And well, that's good. <laughs> and when you have, like, these wild animals from birth, or, like, when they're, like, really young, they're totally fine, usually. But then they hit, like, cat puberty, and they get super moody and want to bang, and yeah. instead of banging, well, they tear your face off. This is funny, because it's like the previous question we had. You have to show <laughs> dominance, and you have to... I, I swear, you need to, like... I've seen people with these... You can't just pretend that these animals are your friends. You gotta be like, no. And you gotta be, like, very stern yes. with them and, like, Owning scare a them. wild animal is a lot like being a step-parent to little Kevin. It's a lot of work. <laughs> it is a lot of work. Slow and steady work. One problem at a time. We wanted to mate him. 
So we borrowed a female jaguar for that purpose. From who? What? Their neighbors or something. Oh, my God. These people are also definitely swingers and have, like, key parties, yeah, you know? Yeah, I, I was literally thinking they're that. Like, they're, like, wear little, like, leopard print things and, like, mm. come on over and, like, see our jaguar and fuck my husband and... Ooh. Ride in my jaguar. <laughs> uh, so they borrowed a female one to mate it because they wanted more, more jaguars. jaguars. <laughs> Cause, cause they have a male jaguar. That's scary. It's like uh, it's like when you get a tattoo and you're like, I gotta get more. You know, you get one jaguar and you're like, fuck it, give me fifty jaguars. You know. We put them together, and he wouldn't have a thing to do with her. They have a gay jaguar. She didn't seem to have any interest in him either. But a lesbian jaguar. But I think if he had romanced her a little, <laughs> oh she might have cooperated. Yeah, he grand gestures. Male jaguar. You gotta play some music. You, you gotta know. dim the lights. You gotta play like jungle sounds or wherever jaguars live. I don't really know. Outback. Outback steakhouse sounds. Just people eating steaks. Get a bloomin' onion. <laughs> Romance. <laughs> if someone gave me a blooming onion, let me You'd tell you. You'd bone her so fast. I'd bone a jaguar for a <laughs> blooming onion. My wife says she thinks our cat is homosexual. Oh my god, me too. Abby, have you ever heard of a gay cat? This cannot be a real question. I asked our vet, and he just laughed. <laughs> I'd really like to know. Signed, Sirius in Florida. Oh, my God. Florida is a right. magic, magic place. Why does he think Abby is going to know about this? Maybe Abby's from Florida. Maybe Abby has a jaguar. There's nah, probably not. so many thoughts running through my mind on this. This is a really great one. <sighs> Can animals be gay? I mean, sure. I think probably. Yeah, because yeah. there's gay penguins, right? Oh, is there? Yeah, because penguins mate for life. Uh, and then there's this storybook that I used to read to the kids that I babysat. And it's about these two penguins. Gay March of the Penguins. Basically, there, there were, it was, it's a true story about these penguins. I think it's in the Brooklyn Zoo or the like the Central Park Zoo or something. And they didn't... They were together. Mm-hmm. And... They were mates for life, these two male penguins, and they really wanted to have a baby. So they'd find rocks and they would sit oh. on them, thinking that there was like eggs. That's heartbreaking. And so then no. the, um, one they had an they found an abandoned penguin egg and they gave it to them and they like sat on it and they made it all warm and oh. then the baby penguin was born and they were a little penguin family. And then every time I read that story to but the this kids, is a real story. It's a real it's story. It's like just a picture book with cartoon illustrations. Well, it is, but it's based on this actual well, thing. Have you no, seen them? No, I haven't, but it's like a thing. Pe- anyone listening to this? Yeah, if you know anything about penguins or jaguars. Please let us know. Because yeah. I'm kind of at a loss to how to give these people advice. But I do think they have a gay jaguar or... Or maybe he's too young to want a mate. Maybe. Like, maybe he's not ready. Maybe he's nine. <laughs> like a nine year You ever seen a jaguar penis? No, I have seen a horse penis. And it yeah, well, it's very obvious, but... When a it, horse has a boner, it's terrifying. Yeah. It's like a third... I mean, a fifth leg. <laughs> it is. I, I just think it's funny that you thought horses had two legs for a second. <laughs> I know. Like they're up. Right. All right, let's take this one, one, one step at a time. So... Okay. First of all, do you know anything about jaguars? No. No. Don't pretend like you do. Me, Robin, or Abby? Just uh, it's just everybody in general. Most people don't. We don't. Zookeeper. Abby won't. Um, Abby definitely won't. So first bit of advice, don't have a jaguar. 
Don't get a jaguar. Especially a mail-order jaguar. Try mating cats first, because doesn't that seem like... Start small. Start small. Start small. Yeah. Use a plate. (laughs) Um, Don't try and force these wild animals to have sex, too, because I feel like... I get breeding dogs, I guess, but... But even that's kind of like a... Yeah. you got to be an expert. I just don't like the fact that, like... You you put two animals that don't, don't know each other in a room. Don't be an amateur animal breeder. I'm afraid of aliens coming here and picking me up and then picking up someone else and putting us in a room and being like, all right, these guys are going to mate and they're going to have babies. And I'll be like, no, no, that's not how it works. I feel like that's your ideal situation, though. <laughs> like having someone just be like, here's a lady. Mate with her. Gorian Valetic. <laughs> father podcaster abducted <laughs> by aliens. Just like, oh. All right. Um, and... Yeah, they, they think they have a homosexual cat. Uh, I really, I don't really know how. Also, what's wrong with that? Yeah. Uh, what? Why do you want to mate this jaguar well, so how bad? How many jaguars do you want? Yeah. Like, why do you want a jaguar family so bad? What are you doing? Why didn't they just borrow? Because theirs is the male one, right? And they borrowed a female one. But they'd have to care for the female one during the entire pregnancy. So why not just buy a second jaguar exactly. and have it in your home and keep it? And what? I just don't, you know... You know, it's sad having a gay jaguar not loving it as yeah, much. Yeah, right? Like, I don't know. These people aren't just... How Florida of them. I'd love any jaguar I have, you know? You should Without feel blessed to have a jaguar Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Especially one that doesn't rip off your face. Mm-hmm. Dear Sirius, I was asked... Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, real quick. Uh, they asked their vet and he just laughed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? They're what? like, you know what? We asked the expert, now it's time to ask Gabby. Here's a paragraph and a half of my personal experience, and then we asked an expert, and he just laughed at us. What, did, 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 give me more details about the vet and uh, what he said, you know? Um, Shouldn't it be a real eye-opening moment to you when yeah. a doctor is like, Haha, you're an idiot. <laughs> you, you, you fool. <laughs> yeah, well, also, do vets just know about every single animal? Because, like, I get if it's, like, if I go to a vet, all right, cats, dogs, blah, 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 pop belly pigs maybe, you know, like... Horses. Yeah, at what point is it, like, you have to go to a specialized vet? Maybe they do. Maybe, maybe yeah, they're maybe. local zoo. Also, Florida has, like, lots of wild True. creatures. True, gators. So they got a lot of gators. Yeah, a lot of gators. A lot of them, yeah. Okay, uh, and he just laughed, so... Come on, dude. It, there's your answer, you know? Yeah. All right, dear Sirius, I asked one of the finest vets in the profession, Dr. Herman Sock of Palm Springs, California. (laughs) And he didn't laugh. Instead, he told me that unless the female is in heat, the male will have nothing to do with her. And she could also care less about him. Also, some cats refuse to be bred in captivity. And <laughs> who would have thunk? Who would have thunk? It's not in heat and it's being forced to bread and it doesn't want to. It's probably not gay. Just not in the mood. <laughs> I love that that was their first thought. It was also my first thought, but. Right? You, you literally said it before the reveal. <laughs> you said it before the reveal. But like, I, I don't have any content. They need to get to know their Jaguar a bit more. Ask we, him what he wants. Should we just turn this into an all Jaguar podcast? Just like giving advice to people on their weird animal pets. There's one more line. And Dr. Sock concluded by saying that he had never heard of a four-legged gay cat. But three-legged gay cats. What? Wait, I read that right, right? 
They had never heard of a four-legged gay cat. What does that mean? He's... Is that like a, a joke back then or something? I honestly don't get what a he's four, saying right now. A four-legged gay cat. A four-legged gay cat. Does that make sense to anybody? <laughs> I don't get it. I've never heard of a four-legged gay cat before. Yeah. Dr. Sock. What? He's definitely not a real person. Abby just made this shit yeah, up. Yeah, de- she, there's She's no drunk. way. She's drinking martinis again. Also, are vets doctors? Yeah, medical doctors. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like we need a different prefix for uh, vets. A doctor. Yeah, like VR. I'm a VR. Is anyone on this plane a doctor? Yes. Uh, if it's a horse or a, a small cat, <laughs> I, I can help. De- get on all fours and I'll help you deliver your baby, ma'am. <laughs> I can uh, identify if it has a cough, <laughs> you know? I can spay anyone on this plane. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what are we at? 40 minutes. Let's do one more slate, and then we'll call it a day. Okay. All right. Are you well, reading or me? Yeah, uh, I'll let you pick, because uh, there's two very funny headlines for this. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so we have Attacked at Game Night. <laughs> Oh my god, is this someone probably wrote that about me because I am so competitive on board games and I would attack someone and have in the past. Don't ever play a board game with me, it would end our friendship. Okay. I have a stack too, we should play sometime. I just said we shouldn't. Or should I make my friend shave her head? Oh. Go for the last one because the the should I shave my head yeah, one? And and then another time we'll do the We'll do the attack the game at another time. I'm going to get fired up about the game night one, and I just don't know if if our listeners know us well enough for that yet. Mm -hmm. All right. Should I make my friend shave her head? Uh, And I do believe this is a a Carvel. No. No? This is Lucinda Rosenfeld. Ooh, what a great name. Rosenfeld. Lucinda. I think Rosenfeld's where the UFO crashed in the 50s. Uh, Lucinda Rosenfeld is the author of four novels, including I'm So Happy For You and The Pretty One, which will be published... Novels like fiction? I don't know. (laughs) We'll see. My best friend, Lola, is a serial monogamist. She hasn't been single for more than a couple of weeks since her mid-teens. After her relationship, uh, after her last relationship, which by her own admission, she stayed in years beyond its expiration date... She and I made a pact that she wouldn't move in with someone unless they were engaged. In a cheeky ode to her then newfound singledom, 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 singledom? That's not a real word. Yeah, it is. No, like kingdom? You're singledom. <laughs> in a cheeky we are o- both just in the midst of major singledom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a kingdom right now, okay? A kingdom of singledom. <laughs> I'm the king of sing. Oh, <laughs> dumb. dumb. <laughs> in a cheeky ode to her then uh, newfound singledom, she signed a contract dictating that if she ever broke our pact, she'd shave her head. Fuck. That's... I like that. I, I, I like that they are such good friends that they would sign something like this that's so... Like... Life changing because I'm saying it. You shave your head, everyone's gonna be like, Oh, why Robin shave her head? Yeah, you gotta be married if you're gonna shave your head. You gotta be married if you're gonna move in with someone. <laughs> Very well. Hasn't been single for a couple of weeks since her mid teens. I know people like that. Really? Mm-hmm. They're just with someone all the time. All the time. Oh my god. 
I like my single dumb a little bit. You know, I need a I need a I breather. Live, I live for it. <laughs> I live for the single dumb. <laughs> <clears throat> for the past two years, she's been dating Bob, a combative, unemployed alcoholic who's verbally abusive. Whoa. A combative. That's scary. Yeah. Probably verbally though, right? Yeah, I mean, it says who's verbally abusive. Lola knows that few friends or family are supportive of the relationship. Even though they've broken up several times already, it doesn't appear that Bob is going anywhere soon. In fact, she and Bob are moving in together. You know what that means? You know what that means? Mm -hmm. You think Bob's going to still like her after she shaves her head? Hell no. Maybe that's the reason why Bob leaves her and her friend actually helps her. I think this is where this is going. I hope so. Um, where were we? In fact, she and Bob are now moving in together. At the same time, Lola has told me that while she's enjoying the relationship now, she doesn't ultimately see them together and has serious reservations about the move, but is afraid to hurt his feelings by changing her mind. Bob will be fine. Yeah, I think uh, Bob's a big boy. <laughs> Bob can Bob can. I, I thought I was reading the um, the game night one. <laughs> so I kept waiting for like, oh, Bob's going to freak out at game night. <laughs> but it's not going there. No. And also not a lot about shaving heads in this one. Yeah, uh, it's going. It's getting there. one last paragraph. Okay. Also, um, she doesn't want to hurt his feelings, so she's moving in with this person. Women? Have you ever been that afraid to hurt someone's feelings that you're like, ah, okay, well, I guess we'll move in, you know. <laughs> I don't want to hurt his feelings. I'll hurt anyone's feelings. I'll hurt your feelings right now. I know. You I hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm your human punching bag. Um, You're moving in. <laughs> that is a terrible idea. Um, I think I kind of get where she's coming from in the mm-hmm. sense that you don't want to hurt someone's feelings, but also, like, Bob sounds like a real piece of work. Uh, I, Bob sounds like the type of guy that eats standing up in his underwear. Yeah. This was written 20 years <laughs> after <laughs> the other one. Needless to say, I feel like she's making a huge mistake, and as insane as this might sound, I now want to make her honor the contract and shave her head. Should I? Yep. In the past, I've made an effort to not discuss my views of their relationship unsolicited, and even when it is solicited, I try to be supportive as I voice my concerns. Yeah, I think um, this is the one time where being a good friend Mm -hmm. constitutes making your friend shave her head. Because your friend... She's probably not going to shave her head. No way. Which means she's prob- she shouldn't move in, you know? Should... Bob sounds terrible. She should cut also, her hair off in her sleep or something. I just was thinking right? that. Yeah, my mind went there. Um, But, like, I think anyone named Lola, that's such a cool name, should never... I love never, that. Run, Lola, Run. Great film. Should Ooh. never be with someone named Bob. Bob and Lola... She clearly has more pizzazz. What would be their celebrity name? Bloba? Blo- Blola. Blola? Lobla. Loblas. <laughs> they they opened their grocery store. <laughs> uh, sincerely, honor the contract. Yeah, I think this is the one time. The one time. Have you ever written a contract like this with your friends? Like a goofy little... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so my my roommate Marina and I, mm-hmm. when we, we got very drunk and decided to be roommates, mm-hmm. we wrote out a contract and if and in the contract, it said that if one of us broke said contract, they got to shit in the other person's bed. What's the contract? That we were going to move in together. 
Oh, so if you guys didn't move in together. So if someone was, like woke up the next morning sober and was like, I can't do it, the other uh, person got to shit in their bed. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that's where the phrase shitting the bed came from. Exactly. Oh my God. Nice mm-hmm. to nice to meet the creator of that. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> yeah. I shut the bed. That's what happens when I drink way too much whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I made a contract in high school with my friends too. Um, my friend Shushu, I lived with her for a couple years. Uh, I made her sign a contract that I get three hugs whenever I want, no matter what the situation was. But that's it? Only three hugs? Only three hugs. So if she's like seething with rage at me, I can use one of these hugs on her, you know, and try and calm her down a bit. Just squeeze her. Just try and kill her in those couple seconds, you know, and then then she won't be mad at me anymore. And you'll be like, I was allowed. The contract said as tight as I want. (laughs) All right, let's see what... Let's see what she has to say. Let's see what Lucinda. Lucinda. Lucinda and Lola. God, they should move in together. Isn't Lola a song too? Lola. No, 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 no. No? Oh. Keep singing. Well, I don't want to get copywritten strikes true, against true, this. True, 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 true. All right, Lucinda. Uh, dear HTC, honor the contract. Whoa, you're on a tight ship, lady. <laughs> Okay. Let's let's just say um I already like Lucinda. Big difference between Carvel and Lucinda. I don't know. Carvel started with ha, you can't. I like Carvel cuz he's direct and Lucinda's like, "What, well, we have to start with compliments?" You run a tight ship, lady. Uh, I don't think that's a compliment. Uh, I think it's a comment. I don't know. But a little passive aggressive on Lucinda's part if you ask me. Whoa, you run a tight ship, lady. You also need to take a step back straight off that ship. Whoa, Lucinda's kind of sassy. The fact that she didn't say um, off that relationship, minus points for Lucinda. We are talking about Lola's life here, not yours. I understand your concern about your friend moving in with her dud of a boyfriend, and I'm sure I'd feel the same way. Bob sounds like the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> she is the queen of passive She's aggressiveness. She's so good at this. Yeah, let's get Lucinda we on We need this Lucinda show. on, yeah, without a doubt. We should get one of her books. We should. Her novels. Lucinda! Carvel, would you get the door? No, that's just Carvel falling on the ground. Mm. All right. Um, but you are her friend, not a cult leader. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I don't think anyone sent you one. <laughs> Relax, Lucinda. Yeah, she's getting a little tightly wound here. You say the boyfriend is abusive. But honestly, forcing a grown woman to go bald <laughs> sounds unnecessarily punitive to me as well. Which is kind of true. Uh, she's in this bad relationship and she wants to shave her friend's head. Well, That's going to mess up, like, dude. Well, her friend also agreed to it. I think it's kind of like, um, it's a subtle way of being like, hey, don't do this. Yeah, right. You know, without having to be fully confrontational. It's like, you remember you said you had to shave your head? Well, I'm saying you have to do it. So it's kind of like a either get out of this relationship and keep your hair. In the same way, yeah, in the same way that Lola is afraid to hurt Bob's feelings, mm-hmm. the friend whose name I don't know, mm-hmm. is afraid to hurt her friend's feelings, but also is worried about her. Hmm. Right? And she's at a loss of how to deal with it. It's a hard thing. I wonder what she did in the end. I really wish they did like updates where it's like, yes. well, Follow she's up. bald now. She's bald and single in her singledom kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> the singledom. <laughs> All right. Um, so before you make a woman pull a Britney. 
Nice. Bracket C, Nervous Breakdown, circa 2007. I was going to say 2006, 2007. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please do everyone... Because 2006 is when um, Jamie Lynn Spears was pregnant. Crazy that you know that. I Because didn't she have a show on like family or something? And that was a big thing? Britney's breakdown was post Jamie Lynn Spears' baby? Yeah, I think so. Because no. she was pregnant while she was on a show in grade six. I specifically remember that. God, I'm much older than you. Please do everyone a favor and take a vacation from Lola's troubles. You say that in the past. That's terrible advice. Yeah, just like. <laughs> take a vacation from your friend's really messed up trouble. When my friends are in trouble, I'm like all up in their business. Yeah, but like maybe she's the type of friend that's like constantly has trouble. Because she says that she, she is the been... kind of friend who writes into advice columns. So. And her friend is the type of friend that dates someone literally every moment of her life. You know, that's bound to be troublesome. I wonder if this friend is in love with her with Lola. Oh my god. Let's add another layer of complexity to the situation. We should email Lucinda and mm-hmm. s- give our feedback to the whole thing, you know. Yeah, I've I have some choice words for Lucinda. Rosenfeld. You say that in the past you've been circumspect. Circumspect. Do you know what that means? Circumspect. Say it in a full sentence. You say that in the past, you've been circumspect regarding your views on Lola and Bob. Like, uh... Like circumference and respect. Respect the circle. Circle of trust, circle of friends. Done. Perfect. Perfect. If you're really concerned about the woman, what about amping up the views you've been so careful to hide? You're likely to have more luck anyway if you resort to reason rather than to scarlet letter style punishments. Whoa. Okay, Dang. that's not what she's yeah. doing. Well, you need to shave your head so everyone knows you're in an abusive relationship. Uh, I mean... She's using it as like a, a really casual kind of friendly threat. Did the Scarlet Letter, they just, you just wore a letter? You wore the A for adulterer. Oh, oh no. Yeah, oh. it's basically like getting slut tattooed on your forehead, which is kind of badass. Yeah, I was going to say. Nowadays, it's like, but... Who was even against that back in the day? The, no, you, it was like if you had sex outside of marriage. Yeah. Basically made you a witch, I guess. Huh. I feel like there was like a small group of people that were like, hey, hey we got them. And everyone else is like, all right. Wait, it's did like, you wear an A for? It's it's like when you go to those like, I always hear these like parties on the radio. because you had sex with someone's husband? Though? No, there's no, no way it's for adultery. And... Is that what adultery means? Having sex with... with someone else that's not your spouse? Having sex with someone's spouse, yeah. Okay. To be an adulterer. I don't know. It, it, it seems like it's the OG method of like those parties where it's like, Green bracelet means go. Red means stop. You know, a it scarlet was, letter but, but means scarlet letter was she likes to party. Yeah, but yeah. it was like in a negative connotation. It oh. it hasn't always been cool to be a partier. Is is that the whole? I haven't seen Easy A, but isn't that the plot? Does she like wears it proudly or something? Yeah, she wears it to like take it back to like because everyone's sort of calling her a slut. What does so she, she do to? I've never seen that movie. Why do she lies about losing her virginity and then everybody finds out about it and thinks that she's a slut and then she gets offended by that, so she decides to like Rock take it. back the word. What a slut. Exactly. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, let's finish this up. Okay. Um in short, I'd sit Lola down and tell her that if she's having doubts, she should honor them and put off the move in date. At a certain point, it's a slippery slope between domestication and marriage. And if she has no intention of ever marrying Bob, because that's true, she doesn't want to do any of this, right? Yeah. That's girl, the whole this thing. This girl just needs to learn how to be... She needs to take some time. She needs to, like, travel alone. Yeah. She needs to go to, like... Yeah, she needs to be, honestly be alone for a bit. Yeah, she needs to, like, travel to South America and, like, bone some hot North dude America, in Bali. East America. <laughs> she needs to go to Maine. And, and West America. <laughs> Maine? I'd love to go to Maine. You've never been to Maine? 
Why would I go to Maine? I don't know. Maine's super close to my hometown. I, so. Really? Is it actually? Yeah, it's like a, a two-hour drive. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'd love to go see Stephen King's house. I have. <gasps> actually? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I wonder, because all of his books are based in Maine, so I'm curious if there's like a, a tour I can do of like inspiration the, um, points the, uh, and stuff. Uh, the Shining is based off of a hotel that's in New Brunswick that he went to all the time that really? my mom used to be the musician at and when I was a little baby used to hang out there all the time holy guac do you know what it's called yeah the um, Algonquin Hotel it's a five star hotel in really yeah. cool in New Brunswick oh, I'd love to cool. see that cool shout out to them <laughs> Shout out to the bronze. <laughs> uh, at a certain point, it's a slippery slope between domestication and marriage. And if she has no intention of ever marrying Bob, she shouldn't be taking a step in that direction. See what she says. So again, advice that doesn't go anywhere. I think that Lucinda is a bit insensitive. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I'm... Yeah, she really seems like... You know, she tried to cram all those pop culture references, but it's like... Uh. I, I get where the friend is coming from with, like, pulling out this contract thing that they did. Uh-huh. Because it's basically her subtle way of being like, yeah. don't do this. Mm-hmm. Without having to fully be like, don't... It's it's She's kind of looking for a way to initiate the conversation, she, right? <laughs> she's not asking if she should shave her friend's head. She's asking if... She should approach her friend. That's like, that's basically yeah. what it is. Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. masked in this, yeah. you know. It's very a veil. classic passive aggressive female stuff mm-hmm. where we're afraid to like mess deal with, with your emotions. You know, not that confront people. Okay, confronting. Yeah, yeah, we don't we don't like to piss people off. We like to be peacekeepers. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when your friend's dating uh, Bob, jackass like Bob, you feel like you need to intervene. Mm-hmm. That's what she needs to do. An interfrenchin. Interfrenchin. Yeah. You sit your friend down and, and you shave say, their head. <laughs> <laughs> enough <clears throat> is enough, Lola. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. I think that does it for this one. That was pretty fun. That was good. We got through a couple of them. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, we'll get a couple more for next week. Yeah. Uh, this will be coming out hopefully on Sunday, but we're going to try and do every Thursday from now on. Yeah. So if you're hearing this now, peep us on Thursday. Yeah. Keep your eye out and uh we'll we'll keep looking at those columns yeah and send us some if you have any good ones all right this is uh this is carvel (laughs) and lucinda and we'll see you later bye all right